guys, I'm joined by Sassy Cassie and Blake Cassette. They are the newly inducted members of the Degenerate Mafia. Yep. And uh, Sassy Cassie is looking like tired shit from, yeah. uh, from uh, a weekend of shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. It's, um, uh, I'm tired and I'm a piece of shit. So there you go. Well, God, no. <laughs> so, and then Blake Cassettes is looking a little bit fresher, but also probably tired. Yeah. yeah. Just as tired. Yeah. It's okay. I was about to say I've got sugar in me, but then I just realized I've just grabbed a no sugar drink. So I just can't even. Can't I'm, that. I'm with you. Probably not as bad as you two, but yeah, I was exhausted last night at my show. Mm. Like during the show, just from the week I've had, just out all night, Saturday night, and then cashews and bar work but enough about me uh i only did a three minute set last night you guys have been up and down in drag you know spreading your legs wherever you go and doing what you do best and uh how's that been for you any highlights to the shows this week oh yeah no i um i hosted the proud awards this uh this weekend which was huge for me because i've never done anything that big before Mm. like i've hosted a few little events here and there and I've gotten up on stage at Connie's and, you know, hosted one of their nights there. But the Brad Awards is the night of nights of the year where we get to, you know, get all up in our glitz and glamour and um, and the hosts are, are, are usually the, the glue that kind of holds the award segment, the show segment mm-hmm. and keeps everyone in their seats yes. for the entire thing. So I was really nervous, but... I was very thankful that I had Sugar Dujour there with me because she was just an absolute rock. Like, oh, the yeah. banter you two had was just wonderful. It was, Thank it you. was a joy to watch. Yeah, no, she was real. Honestly, like, like if ever, like during the the entire thing where I was like, oh, I, I don't know where I am or what to do. All I had to do was look at her and immediately she's such a pro like i couldn't have asked for a better co-host well let's have a big round of applause to the host of the proud awards and mr congeniality blake cassette all right that's enough Uh, um no congratulations to you both and may i say i was there at the after shows you were both looking spectacular which uh is saying a lot considering i was looking like a homeless person (laughs) but uh smelling like a homeless person too from probably being working behind a bar and in an indian kitchen at the same time that's fair yeah but i love working at that place what can i say yeah and i love the homeless yeah yeah (laughs) usually very nice yes yes i feel very bad when i don't have change to give them so do i (laughs) now you'll notice um because you were the second one here blake beat you to the king's cup yes uh you can hold it that's enough I have a nail on, just so everyone listening uh, can 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 understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a th- that was beautiful. Now let's uh, get into performance. How long have you two been doing drag for? I've got my ten year anniversary next year on January the thirteenth. Wow, <laughs> yeah. ten years! Are you gonna have a big show at the court? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm entitled. To ah, but like, oh yeah, I didn't start doing drag properly professionally for until i think maybe six years ago those first four years would just like come out every couple of months just do a thing and disappear mm. yeah i remember i remember my very first drag factory was and you were there 
It was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was, it was you, Blake, um, as Cherry at the time, um, Cougar, Demi, and Geneva. Geneva. Yeah, it was Geneva. Yeah, and she won. Um, yeah, I started, um, I sort of, my, my, my starting point is a bit unclear because I started technically at the very end of 2016. Right. And then, I did my first drag factory and then I did it, must have done it at the end of October because then we went into November and then it was Crown of the Court. Mm. And that was the year Vabu won. A lot of people probably won't know who Vabu is, but they were a queen a couple of years ago. Um, really kind of very alternative, very, um, out there and just incredible concepts. One, one, uh, Crown of the Court. Um, and so I had that whole month of just watching drag mm. and then I didn't really start in earnest until the year later in 2017 and then that's also when I was I was like I'm gonna call myself Sassy Cassie and that's my name right that's what it's gonna be and then yeah I haven't stopped since uh. and I think I'm celebrating seven years in November yeah, eee, yeah. very nice, very nice. Very nice. my yeah. earliest memory mm. of you performing was I'm, I'm, oh, I hope God. it's you now that I'm about oh, to say no. it was you doing Judas yeah, I did Judas at some point. Yeah, I did do Judas. Well, was that your stage name? No, no, it's no. Judas. Judas. Judas is the song by Lady Gaga. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. no, no, no. I'm yeah. not up to date with all of my Lady Gaga. That's uh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. about nearly a decade ago, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, no. I remember. I remember doing that number. I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, yeah, I remember you doing Sissy That Walk," because that was my <laughs> first track. Track was a RuPaul track, so there we go. Oh god. Now I think like that was the number that made me like just actually stop and be like, "Fuck me." <laughs> and darling, did I ever fuck you? <laughs> Don't tell Faye. <laughs> I won't tell Faye. Shh, shh. Yeah, she was just saying like Blake's got like the biggest harem of drag wives in. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, polygamy ain't got nothing on him. Like, <laughs> absolutely. But but I, I have to say, us, Playboy. Mm. Our, all, all us wives were a jealous lot, so we yeah. we tend to. To keep it separate. Yeah. yeah. We don't flirt with Blake at the same time. Yeah. Because there could be cat fights. Never have them in the same room as each no, other. Yeah. Absolutely not. God. You just got them, all of them clawing over you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's real hard, yeah. you know. Just hunt yeah. this bunk. Blake's just sitting here like, eat your heart out. Yeah. 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 So, what's crazy is, I feel like seeing you in drag a few times, you're going for a bit of a MILF look. Me? Yeah. Um... At times, yes, definitely. Because mm. um, you look younger out of drag. Not that I, you look old in drag. No, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, I know, I definitely do come off older in drag. Because when I, when I do gigs and every and, and everything, and people ask me how old I, I'm not shy about my age. I mean, I'm still young, so mm. I shouldn't be. But, um, but yeah, whenever I tell them that I'm I'm 27, they they're floored because they think I'm in my like mid to late 30s. Well, I didn't think. I thought like you must have been early 20s, early thir- like late 20s, early 30s. That no. was my guess. Yeah. But uh, you do have like just a young face. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. I yeah. hope it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, my face is aging at a horrendous rate. At a rapid pace. That's I'm okay. A, that's what psychedelic drugs do to you. Hey. It expands the mind, destroys, destroys the face. The face. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I just stopped aging. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Fuck you. Uh, uh, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm no, I, 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 I definitely, um, I... 
if I if I were to, to describe sassy, I I like I I'm I I I love like bad women, like women who are bad, yeah, and like 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 ha- like hard, rough as guts women. Like mm-hmm. I just think women in control is just the sexiest mm. thing in the world, and like like short hair and like unkempt and like like a biker chick, yeah. Well, I, I had that joke about it last night about uh, serial killers, oh, yeah. which you would probably, I wish you were there because you probably would have appreciated that yeah. joke, which is like, uh, you know, people have been sexualizing all these serial killers in documentaries and biopics lately. And I, I'm not going to judge them because the people who sexualize them, because as a man, I feel like we're only one hot female serial killer away from guys going, yeah, I'd probably let her chop my dick off too, you know? Something yeah, like that, yeah. You know? <laughs> absolutely. It's like, yeah. it's like the crime scene, you know, narration from the detective would be <coughs> like, yeah, you know, he, he'd uh, been brutally sodomized with a flashlight. His face had been pissed on and his pubes set on fire. Quite frankly, a uh, crime scene has never made me so horny. Something yeah. like that. You know? <laughs> now, question I thought of recently is it's like, how do you separate? Because the way I have always explained it is, as far as comedy goes is comedians are playing an exaggerated version of themselves mm. on stage. Mm. And uh, so it is like, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde scenario yeah. almost. Yeah. Is it a little bit like that in drag? Would you say? Definitely, because there is a very big difference between myself as David. Yes. And then as my two drag personas. Like, David is, I'm a dork. I don't like getting dressed up. I don't like leaving the house if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Cherry is bubbles, bright colors, big hair, psycho energy. She may hit you in the head with a hammer. Be careful. And then Blake is just. The daddy of. Yeah, Northridge. just yeah, yeah. sex daddy. Just androgyny fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, 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 I'm, I, I think I'm quite chill and quite like laid back out of drag. Uh-huh. And like, I, I'm like, I, I have my moments, obviously. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, in drag, it, I, I, I actually, I, in term, in terms of a Jekyll and Hyde scenario, it's more of like a, like a Jekyll and, and stupid. Right. <laughs> like right. I, I've always been, um, uh, kind of like labeled as like, oh, oh Ben's a bit dim. Like, you know, oh, right. oh, they're there. You'll be right pet. You know, yeah. Leave, leave the hard thinking to the adults. All well, now you've got Eleanor to take over. Well, yeah. Oh, it just, you know, takes some weight off my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ella. <laughs> Love you, girl. Um, Lee. Um, but, um, I, I feel like now I take that kind of quote unquote stupid energy, um, that I never used to really celebrate. And now I celebrate it fully through my drag. Right. Cause Sassy is a, is a, a complete idiot dickhead, like doesn't look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> and, and that's where that kind of comes out. Hmm. All, all wrapped up in a, in, 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 in the wrapping paper of she's a bad fucking bitch and she will punch you in the face. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, sorry, I thought that was a, I thought thought that was, yeah, I know. I thought that was a dragonfly behind me or something. How the fuck did that get in here? Um, but, uh, I mean, I saw you, uh, had to run on stage and people were asked, you ran on stage so frantically at one of the weeks at, 
um, pop royalty. And I think it's because someone who was not meant to be backstage wandered backstage. Oh, yes. Is that right? Did that yes, happen? Yes, oh, that did happen. Yes. You were moved, you moved at the speed of lightning. Yeah, yeah. And Mama you, Sass, absolutely yeah, not. No, yeah. yeah, no, like we, we don't, we absolutely don't put up with, with patrons going backstage and getting yes, up on stage. Yes, yes. We, 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 we take the, we, we take the, the bollards away and, you know, when the music's pumping, people can get up on the stage and everything, but yes. we keep everything closed. Yes. And especially when, you know, it's quite clear that, this is the part where you can dance and this is the part where you cannot and people seem to not understand that. Yeah. And, like, and you just kind of have to be a bit 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 bitchy mm. and and some sometimes, a lot of the time, people don't like that. And especially if, if they feel a bit threatened, maybe, yes. by, by a, a queer person, a drag mm. performer, telling them what to do. Mm. But I don't it's know. Like backstage is extremely sacred, especially during a big competition like mm. pop royalty in that a lot of emotions are running high mm. so not only are you just emotionally vulnerable mm. but you're also getting changed mm. so you're physically vulnerable and the way the backstage is is it's only one exit and entry and exit uh-huh. so if someone walks in who isn't meant to be there yes you essentially feel trapped and that's when bad shit can happen oh mm. and the, the last thing the last thing you want to be doing in that kind of headspace is turning around and seeing someone you don't know whilst you're nearly naked coming up to you going, Oh my God, how do you do your makeup? Yeah. It's like, I could literally claw your face off right now. Get yeah. the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what, I mean, I've had people come up to me and they've asked like, what made you want to get into comedy and what helps with comedy? And I feel like working in hospitality at a, a venue is probably a, uh, is a great stepping stone because working in hospitality, particularly working behind a bar, is good because you learn the chemistry of drunk people mm. and you learn how to mix and match with drunk people. You learn how to talk to drunk people too. Yes, yeah. yes. Not that much different than talking to a toddler. Yeah, honestly. Only the no, toddler swears at you less. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. honestly. But I, uh, I, I, I call it um, putting on my teacher voice. Yes. So go, yeah. Darling, now what? Now we're not going to put our hand over into the, into the lime tray. Yes. Because... Everybody has to use that, my darling. Yes. If you you want a lime, darling, then you can just ask. I tell everyone, I've told everyone, (laughs) I was like, whenever I see anyone, I was like, do not reach behind the fucking bar. Because if you knock over a glass, I have to clean it up. Yeah. Okay. And legally, I'm not allowed to use your tongue as a banister (laughs) brush. So. With your face. Yeah. So just don't do it. You know, it's like. Ask for me what you need. I'll happily get it for you. People pouring their 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 leftover drinks in the drinks no, tray. No. Oh, that pisses me off. Just just no, leave no it. End. Just yeah. Oh, I had this guy. Ask me, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had this guy the other week, and it was wasn't even at the bar. It was at the cloakroom. He was leaving. He had mostly finished his drink, and he just turned the cup upside down on the. Uh, oh no! I lost my mind. <sighs> Of the yeah. entitlement of some people. Yeah, and yeah. He, his missus was there because she was trying to get her jacket. Mm. Uh, so I was like, are you joking? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, he's drunk. I'm like, he's an asshole. Yeah. Mm. So, oh, he doesn't usually do like that. So he's like this when he gets drunk. Well, maybe he shouldn't drink then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, yeah, Dr- drunk people are a hazard unto themselves. Mm. But, you know, I feel like the people who are, I've always said this, the people who are trouble and mischief while on drugs or drinking 
are the same people who are trouble when sober. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the people who are chilled and laid back while drinking or on drugs are generally the people who are laid back while sober too. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can generally differentiate the two. Yeah. And so it's just a social filter just disappears. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So um, you know, I remember being at Connections and this this middle-aged couple thinking they were still young, trendy and hot, cut in front of me. And I was like, oh, thanks very much for that. And she was like, oh, here's 20 bucks. Just don't say anything to the bouncer. Oh, okay, I'll take your money. Got to the end of the bouncer. Godfrey said they were like, you two are too drunk. Step off to the side. And I was like, suck a fucking dick. You cut in line, you give me your money and you still get kicked out. And I'm, I'm 20 bucks richer. Uh, <laughs> That's scary. Uh, yeah, no, we... um. Uh, speaking of the Pride Awards, we were, we had a little like after thing, like after, like after the, the awards, we went upstairs, had a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, sir. And oh. the uh, the Drag Race Down Under girls were there. Yes. Uh, and uh, they had like cornered off a little VIP uh, area, and you know Adam's apple. Yes. Yeah. So um, Adam was just sitting down, minding their own business on the couch, and there was a couple there apparently that was not meant to be in this VIP area. Yes. Adam just you know sipping on their drink, and suddenly. Another drink gets thrown at them. Not no. Like, not like a full drink, like, getting drenched, but it, they had finished with their drink and they just threw the cup at Adam. Oh, fuck off. And Adam looked at them and was like, are you meant to... Like, sorry, like, first of all, that's that's not camp, but yeah. are you meant to be here? Yeah. And apparently the girlfriend was like, oh, no, sorry, we'll leave. Grabbed the boyfriend and the boyfriend just, like, stared at Adam and then got up started bearing down on Adam and, like, getting into Adam's face and was like, yeah, now you know what you're fucking dealing with. Yeah. And it's like, yes, I do know what I'm fucking dealing with. Yeah. A Piece child. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> a child, and you probably beat her too. Yeah. <laughs> well, go mm. beat her at home. Yes. Okay? You know, it's like... I... Could give less of a shit what you do out of bed, out in, in your own home. Yeah. And this is what I say to people, like when you're in hospitality, when you've, because, you know, I deal with drunks who I love dealing with. There, I have regulars who I'm never worried about. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can leave you to your own devices. You drink as much as you want. You, you are ne- I'm never worried about you. And yeah. then there are other people I do worry about. And yeah. these people talk to you like you're always thinking about them. And it's like, Bro, yeah. once I go home, you leave my mind. Okay. I stop thinking about you. Yeah. And it's like, I don't start thinking about you until you come in here again. So yeah, it's exactly. like, it's yeah, like, yeah. Darling, I stop thinking about you the moment you turn around and fuck off from the bar. Yeah, exactly. You and are not I, homework. And yeah. then I remember you exist when you come back for another drink and I remember that I have to do my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way I'm going to remember you on the bar is if you are extremely nice or that... Full 180 in the other direction. Or, yes. if, or if we fucked. Although yeah. I'll probably remember you then. What's that? What? Fucking. <laughs> no, we, don't tell, we don't talk about the, uh, our, our exploits. Thank you. It's the professional. No, I'm just saying like, I don't know what that is anymore. <sighs> don't touch me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the professional degenerates podcast. So, oh, you know. Uh, I'll make you talk about it's it. A, it's a, yeah, it's basically an OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I felt... Uh, I did get in trouble with my boss, and and righteously so in hindsight. Uh, but you know, I I sell a lot of drinks behind the bar, and sometimes mm. the way I do sell a lot of drinks is by occasionally flirting back with the women who flirt with me. Yes, and recently a woman took it a little bit too far. We were closing up, and she kind of groped me a bit, and I didn't mm. say anything about it. 
And my boss was like, no, you should have said something about it. You should have told her to stop. And I'm like, you're right. And she was like, never let that happen again. I'm like, yeah, you're dead right. I didn't like reciprocate or do anything like that, but I didn't stop her either yeah. and I should have. Yeah. Because it's like, I wouldn't want that happening to one of the girls who works in no. the bar I work with that. So like that was, my boss was righteous in saying no. If that ever happens, say no. It's yeah. like vocally flirting with someone. That's one thing. Physical contact. No, that's, it's like, it's a look, but don't touch scenario. Yeah. You know, we're ornaments on the bar. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I, I used uh, to get so livid. When someone would touch me inappropriately in drag, like still yeah, get mad yeah, yeah. now, but these days it's like you just kind of turn around. And it's like, and what if I did that to you? Yeah, and they just stop and think. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. I remember you really would not like it. Like, really would not like. Especially it when I was as Cherry. Yeah, it like I had this one guy literally reach between my legs and grab me, and he's like, oh, it's okay, I'm straight. I'm like, no. Yeah, wow. Means nothing, mate. <laughs> Yeah, and his and his argument was I shouldn't have been wearing what I was wearing. A fucking argument as t- as old as time love. Yeah. What in a gay club? Yeah. It's like no, darling. This is the exact. <laughs> if there's any place you can be wearing it, this is the place. Yeah. And exactly. it's like, but and your manners should not go down or thrown out the window just because you're here. Well, it's, it's, it's like, almost yeah. like it's it it's almost like when we get into drag. Um, we, we, for some people, not all, but some people, um, we almost cease to be people and we become at best public uh, property, like ob- ob- objects for them or at the worst, their very own property. And how dare we not allow them to grow us and grab us and grab our tits and grab our hair. And if we even dare to turn around and say, yeah. Hey, can you? back off and stop touching me. Yeah. Or suddenly we're the rude ones. Yeah. We're being unreasonable and we're being rude. Yeah. So it's like... I remember the woman that um, pulled your wig. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember a woman that pulled my wig off. And, yeah, and you're bleeding. And I was bleeding. And I... Um, oh, not mess. And look, and that's... <laughs> yeah. Not mess story. Yeah. And I... Um, I don't. I don't condone violence, and I especially do not condone violence against against women. However, I did smack this bitch in the face. <laughs> uh, warranted. Warranted. Fair. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, th- and th- the entire time I was trying to avoid a confrontation, I had. I can't even remember what sparked the conflict. I bumped into her, or I said something to her, or she grabbed something of mine, and I told her to stop. Something. I said something, did something she didn't like. Yeah. So I was, and she let me know, and I was like, okay, darling, well, I'm going to remove myself. Goodbye. Yes. And I walked up to the to the terrace, and she followed me, like, saying all sorts of things, like, oh, you think you're so fucking good. She was drunk and fucked, and it was just not the tea. Um, and she was just, she was following me, following me, following me. And I turned around to her, put my finger in her face, and I said, darling, I'm done with this conversation. Please fuck off. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you think you're so good. You think you can talk to people however you want. And I was like, quite frankly, darling, yes, I can. And I turned around, went to go away, and she grabbed the top of my wig and ganked. And, like, I was a young drag queen, and I probably put a little bit too much spirit gum on my lace, and it, like, ripped. And, like, it was, like, raw skin, like, all all down my the side of my head. And I was bleeding and everything. And, like, it hurt so fucking much. And I had kept my calls so fucking well yes. until that point. Mm. I turned around, I saw red, and I just fucking backhanded her. Pe- people need to realize where it's like 
Because this sounds like the kind of woman who would, you know, complain to a manager or something. Yes. And it's like, no, you need to understand about a little thing about alcoholic venue hospitality. Yeah. And that is, is that the managers have a very good understanding of what people can be like when they're pissed. Yes. So, if you go complain to them while you're drunk saying this person did this, this and this, the manager, like, if yeah, if a drunk person goes to complain to the manager, in my experience, the manager already has gone to the conclusion, oh, this person's had too much to drink, they're causing trouble. Yeah. And so, like, you were probably digging yourself a bigger grave yeah. by going to the manager. Well, yeah. That, and, that, and, and the thing was is that I, I didn't even work at the club at the time. I was a patron. Yes. And, like, the only difference was is that I was in drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, she, she like, got, got security. I looked at security and was like, look at the sides of my head. Yeah. Like, blood streaming down my neck. Yeah. And they looked looked at her. They were like, "All right, picked her up underneath both arms and chucked her out." Well, fuck her. You yeah, know. yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that's that's. A, I think that's actually the only time I've ever been like technically assaulted in drag. Yeah, I've thankfully I've never. Kind of- the thing is, like, I, I feel like I feel weird touching people at the best of time, and I, I feel like that's a side effect of doing too many psychedelic drugs. Yeah, because when you do too many psychedelic drugs, you lose all concept of the dimensions of your body. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes when I've done drugs, I just feel so tiny. Yeah, like it's like like you're in this little box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then other times I feel so big and awkward, like a bull in a china shop, and yeah. it's like like I'm around people, and I'm like. I'm sorry, I'm taking up so much space. You know, so it's yeah, like, yeah. That, that's the concept. So I feel weird about touching people at the best of times. Yeah. And I prefer not to like, I like a handshake most of the time. If I know someone, I'll give them a hug. Like if I know them really well, but like, yeah, it's like Faye Rocious, who was lovely. And she did ask, it's like, I'm a mm. hugger. Is it okay if we hug? Mm. But I'm such a people's pleaser. And like, generally I, I go in for the handshake and she was like, oh, I'm a hugger. Is that Okay. And it was, and she was lovely, but like, I was unprepared and I'm also a bit of a people pleaser, regrettably so. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was really weird for me. Oh, then the other Saturday night, there was this trans woman. You might know her. She's got a tattoo on her breast. Apparently she's Um, quite well known at Connections. Tattoo on her breast. Yes. I know quite a few trans women that actually have tattoos quite on their tattooed. Yeah. Are they tall? Are they short? They're about my height. So everyone's taller than you, but Yeah, everyone's taller yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is it's like, are they my height or average? Yes, yes. Um, I think, who would that be? She was lovely, but yeah. I she was coming up the stairs and I made way for her to come up. I was like, oh, come on up. And I was like, I'll go down after you come up. And she was like, oh, you are lovely. And like, you're so nice. She just comes in for the hug. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. 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 She was like, you are so nice. And I was like, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, no, no, no I'm, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. It's yeah. like, really, I was just there to come and support the show because I knew a few people were receiving awards and I've had a few of those people on the podcast. So yes. I wanted to congratulate whoever was going to win and who was ever nominated. So, yes. So I, that's why I was there. It was a good little collection of winners this year. Yeah. Yeah. I was really happy with everyone who, who was nominated, got the awards. Yeah. yeah. Pretty happy. Yeah, very good. Yeah. We won't talk about the drama that happened at the show. Which... Yeah, let's just focus on the positives. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but back into like... The idea that hospitality helps you perform. I find the way that 
comedy helps me as a performer mm. is it's allowed me to understand that uh, most like b- because drunks is kind of like you get the obvious troublemakers. These are mm-hmm. the people who are going to be trouble whether they're drunk or not. And then there are the people who like, oh, leave you to your own devices. Mm. It's like you, you are of no harm to anyone but yourself, yeah. you know, and generally then you're generally okay to be left on your own. And then there are the people who are just kind of lonely and the people, those ones are actually, I find is more effort than the people who are troublemakers because the troublemakers, it's just like, oh, I'm not dealing with you. You just cast them aside. Whereas the people who are like, they're just clearly miserable. Yeah. You feel bad for them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you just want someone to hear you talk for a second. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have to burn, I have to pretend to listen to you for an hour and like, I'll happily do it, but Jesus, sometimes so, it's hard work. At this point, I'm so fucking good at it. Yeah. I'm so fucking good at it. Like, like I, you probably yeah. are as well. <laughs> so, like... I am so such a bar at, counselor. Oh, so good at pretend, like, make, pretending and convincing people that I actually give a fuck about what they're saying. Yes. <laughs> and it's like... Oh, fuck. It's hard work sometimes. Oh, it, it drains you. Yeah. Like by the by the end of the conversation, you're like, oh fuck, I need to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, there has been a couple of those kind of conversations where the person has come back a few things later. They're like, oh, thank you for listening to me. Like this has I all been worked that, out, yes. and it's like, yeah. Sometimes people just they just need an ER. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they honestly they need it to be that sort of familiar stranger, someone yeah. they're not friends with, but someone. Who's Who there? Uh, op- open yeah. enough to just sit down and go, so darling, tell me Also, there's that. no consequences in telling us. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, we're not going to go share your secrets <coughs> because we're probably going to forget your name tomorrow. Yeah, we don't so, know your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like we have and, – and also, we're going to forget once, yeah. like by the time we go home. So it's like we're probably the best people to tell. My favorite – my actually, this is just coming to my head. <laughs> my favorite is when um, like a girl at the, at the bar comes up to the drag queen or king or whatever mm. and comes up to us and, and, and talks to us. And they're obviously out with their boyfriend and their boyfriend is not liking Connie's or is just a dick and da-da-da-da-da. And she just starts letting out all of her – frustration and her anger at her boyfriend to, <laughs> to me. Yeah. She's like, oh, I just, you know, I love him, but I just feel like, you know, he's a bit of a cunt. And yeah. I'm like, okay, bitch, like, you better yeah. work. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you have a real nice relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I've had that happen a couple of times and I've probably dug in a little bit because I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, you're not having a good time here, cupcake. What's the matter, princess? Are you, you, are you, what, nah? What, me? Am I? No, I wouldn't hit on you. I have standards, baby. <laughs> or, or if they're complaining about the boyfriend, you just go, well, darling, it sounds to me like you need to leave him. Yeah. And then they just go, what? And I'm like, yeah, darling, it sounds like he's actually a bit of a cunt. It, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it does strike me as incredible. Like, and, you, you know, I've mentioned this like a hundred times on the uh podcast before um i think i mentioned it on the earlier podcast more so than the later ones but for like full disclosure like at a very uh formative time in my life it was years and years and years ago and i'm not that same person anymore i was going through a very very dark dark stage and some people took advantage but i was like briefly in with a hate group and like that was i'm not really ashamed of it because it's like it's kind of 
I've learned my lesson from it and like I've it's helped me grow as a person mm. and it you know lets me know the person I want to be and the person I don't want to be. Exactly. So but you know when you're when you have no outlets as a teenager and you know your outlets get taken away from you and you're left with nothing but anger and then someone comes up to you and says you're right for being angry. Yeah. Here's who you should be There's angry at. There's an entire at, group know. of people who are angry just like you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. So, but like once you've taken that away, like it's very difficult for pe- it's very difficult for me to understand how people who have everything to be happy about and who have everything going right in their life in this day and age like feel comfortable feel uncomfortable walking into an alternative bar. Yeah. And it's like I mean, I wouldn't even call the court and connections get like gay bars anymore because it's like I just call them alternative bars, yeah. and it's like you go there. I mean, you could still call them very much gay bars. It's so weird socialising with gay people there anymore because it's like the other night I was talking to Donna Kebab. We were catching up and oh, that bitch, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other, other, other wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna Kebab <laughs> is the OG drag of the Degenerates. So she's your captain, yeah. uh, and uh, she was so lovely for doing the podcast and getting this thing started, and. Uh, but we, her and I were talking and then like we were just talking, talking, talking. And then her, a friend of hers comes up. I know who the friend was. I'm not going to say their name. Mm-hmm. Um, but a friend comes up and they just say, oh, how are you? And then they go into like a minute of just eating each other's faces off. And I was like, guess this conversation is over. Yeah. And so I will go talk to someone else. And I'll leave you two yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's... That's standard socialization at connections. Yeah. It's like, oh, two people who are just friends, and it's like, oh, they're about to just, you know, go uh, go taste test each other's tonsils yeah. for yeah. a few yeah. minutes, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, perfectly Dar- welcome at the club, just not at the actual bar. Yeah, darling, I'm gonna go to the bar. How about you give me a kiss goodbye? And yeah. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> not welcome at the bar because it's taking up space. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's like, baby, I understand you want to like see how far your tongue goes, but there are eight people behind you and. I want to serve them. Yes. Like yes. Yeah. I, I just tell them that they're fucking gross and to piss off from my bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so often I'll ask Wolf, I was like, time to place, guys. That, that's yeah. rancid. <laughs> Did you need a minute? I'd do that too, but uh, not at the bar. Not at the bar. Not at yeah, the bar. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, anywhere else, it's yeah. completely fine. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying to do my job, darling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's... I agree. And like working at a bar, the thing is the bar I work at is, I wouldn't say there's certainly an hour it goes past where it's not family friendly anymore, but like up until a certain point, it's family friendly. And there was this couple in there one time, they probably would have been in their mid thirties or something. And like they're sitting at one table, there's a family with children at the, like a table opposite. And these two are like, not just cutely kissing. These two are like, Full on, um, like biting each other's lips uh, and sucking each other's tongues, and, and I was just like, "Time to play." There are kids here, guys, yeah, yeah. and it's like, I'm all for that, but it's like not when children are not around, that, yeah. and it's like take it home. Cubicle three's around the corner. Yeah, just go exactly, there. exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like there's a perfectly good toilet up by the bus station, and you, know? it, you do see it though. You do, you do see a lot of people just absolutely on top of each other, and and it, it does get to a point where you're just like, guys, just go home. Yeah, yeah. go home and fuck in the bed. 
Yeah. Like, like you know, you even, can come back afterwards. It's not going to take got, that long. Look honestly, at him. Honestly, I've done that. I've li- I've fucking, I've done that many times. I've yeah, met yeah. someone at the club and been like, "Do you want to go fuck?" And we gone to go fuck, and then we've come back. Yeah, it's calm. It's perfectly I feel good. So effervescent yeah. when I come back yeah, after yeah. a fuck. I'm like, guys. You have no idea of what I've just been through. I've been absolutely seen to and given a good yeah. hiding and I feel great. <laughs> just, just take them home. Yeah. Don't take them to the disabled cubicle. Yeah, Don't do that. To and a good tune-up. Shout out to Eleanor who, you know, magnet Like Stanny and the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit greedy? Bit oh, greedy. Yeah. yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> that was iconic. Oh, what's weird is I'm starting to get people who come up to me in the street and say, are you the ones he got? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's why I've stopped wearing it at Connections, although maybe I'll do it for a special event. Yes. Maybe I'll do it for, I think maybe the 21st of October because I have a show that night and then I'll come out afterwards. Go on. So maybe I'll put the- Pride's coming up. You can always wear it for Pride. Oh, yeah. I'll wear it. And yeah. uh, if I work behind the bar- uh, at doing some late night shifts at uh, Connection soon, so you'll, oh, pro- yeah. you'll probably see me suited up in it at some point for a special yeah. event. I make a very good cocktail. Yeah. In fact, if I had ingredients here, I'd insist on making you one. Oh, fabulous! But uh, if you ever come down to my bar at the Cafe Royale, and I know you're a resident of somewhere around Coburn, Canningvale, Canningvale, yeah. Ah, you're only a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. 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 Um, do you work Wednesday nights at the Connections? Uh, no, the only time I'm working Wednesdays is if I'm covering either Cougar, Faye or Donna for the Fact Factory. Ah, oh, wonderful. Well, if you ever have a night off, you should... Uh, come down and sample a cocktail. Come down and sample uh, we'll a cocktail. Make it a date dull. Sounds like yeah. a good plan. Yeah, Our yeah. anniversary's coming up. We should do something Yeah, we special. should do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave yeah. the kids at home. We'll get a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Jackson's old enough to look after himself Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. What uh, <laughs> kind of cocktails do you prefer? Rum, gin, vodka, tequila? I'm a rum. I really love my rum. I also like really sweet cocktails because I'm a very bitter I person. I know just the I cocktail am, I, for you. Yeah, I have a, I have hey, I have a quite the sweet tooth. Um, and yeah, uh, rum and vodka for me. I know just the cocktail for you. Very nice. Yeah. What are they? Tell us. Uh, well, for you, I would make a cannabis, which is a spiced rum, mm-hmm. coconut liqueur, mm-hmm. Midori, and blue caraco, uh, shaken with ice. Uh, including pineapple juice, lime juice, and sugar syrup, and uh, shaken and then strained over iced and then garnished with mint and lime. Done. Let's go. That sounds quite nice. Yeah. And then for you, I would do because we can do that one for you. But yeah. seeing as you're a vodka yeah. person, I would, vodka. I would make you an elderflower cosmopolitan, which is elderflower Saint Germain liqueur. Yeah. Uh, Shaken with vodka or gin, depending on your preference, but for you in this case, vodka. Uh, Shaken with vodka, sugar syrup, and lemon juice, uh, along with cranberry juice. We shake it and strain it over ice. Very nice. And uh, that's what I would like. Tell you what that reminds me of a little bit. Do you remember the Karina sweetheart we used to have? Yes. Oh, that was my favorite. We 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 had this beautiful cocktail. So it was literally almost exactly like that. And it was like had this beautiful sea on it, and it was named the Karina. It was like a summer one, wasn't it? Yeah. And they bring it back. Mm. Really nice. I love that we have seasonal cocktails, but at the same time, I hate it because I get addicted to certain ones, oh, and then yeah. they go. Yeah, and then they go, and they're also so expensive. <laughs> it's like your entire bar card for one drink. Yeah. But it's worth And I can still do you other good cocktails still. I can do good shooters too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I love making shooters. I, like my pride and joy is when I do a good layer. Oh, I love and I'll, I'll layer. sit. I will sit there with the customers. I feel after, so professional. Yeah. <laughs> I, after I've done like a gorgeous layer, like especially I love doing my squash frogs. Yep. And so after I've done that perfect layer, and the, cu- the customer goes, I'm like, just, just look at it first. Just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just, just admire. Just admire. Yeah. That's the thing. The customers think it's like, it's a standard operation for us to get that layer. And it's like, no, you have no idea how like, happy are we are when we got when, that when layer. get the layer yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like- I've only recently been able to actually layer properly without a spoon. And still get it oh, yeah. really clean. Really? How do you do that? I didn't even know you could do it without a spoon. On, on the edge of the glass? Yeah, but yeah, the yeah, trick yeah. is to actually have the top of the glass wet as well. Yeah. Oh. Dip, dip it, dip yeah. it in, the, um, in, the little, in the little tray. Nice. It just like, it'll go down so much more smoother. I've yeah. got to, I've got to figure that out. I've got oh, to yeah. figure that out. Yeah. I can layer a jam donut really, really well. Yeah, I can do and, a uh, But I really struggle with layering my Bob Marley's. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm getting better getting at there, it. Getting but there. then there are some shooters I make which I actually mix. Yeah. Like, I've come up with like, like, I love doing like a complex cocktail or shooter. There's always <laughs> fun in that. But sometimes there's beauty and simplicity. Yeah. And I came up with my own very simple shooter, but Everyone enjoys it. And it's literally bay, like three quarters Baileys yeah. and a quarter mm. fireball. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, and it's like, like, a, a, like a milky. Yeah, like a milky cinnamon Ooh. thing. Like it's like, it, I can imagine it tastes like a like a cinnabon. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, literally no one complains about it. They yeah. all love it. And it's Ooh. like, it's so fucking simple. Yeah. It's so fucking easy. Yeah. I've you got know? this one cocktail that, not, not cocktail, this one shooter that I love to make. I call it a lamington. Oh, what is it? So it's Mozart, it's Malibu, and it's a little droplet of the Aardvark Vod. Oh, wow. Oh, I th- yeah, I, I think my... I've done it. Good. Like, it's one of those ones that I can make it on the bar because it is, like, equal thirds. Yeah. But I can only sell it if people buy three of them. Yeah. So, right. like, it has to be three people so they can go through the system properly. Yeah. Right, right. right. Fair enough. My favourite thing to do with shots is um, whenever I have, a, like, usually a group of girls coming up to the to the bar... And like, we want shots. And I'm like, all right, my darlings, now you have two choices. Do you want something yummy or do you want something fucked? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, we want something fucked always. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> chartreuse. <laughs> all right. And I make them a Ray Charles. You've mm-hmm. had a Ray Charles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it gets you blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if I could just put, put that in front of them. And like, I like I like to do it in, in order from like least fucked to most fucked yeah. in terms of the alcohol because I just love seeing their faces drop. Yeah. Yep. So I go, I'm like, all right, guys, we're just going to make these little shots for you. Okay. Yeah. So we got the white sand booker. It's not, it's all right. It's okay. It's not too, it's not, it's not too bad. All right. We'll put that away. All right. We're going to get the tequila. Oh, it's a bit more spicy. Olay. Here we go. All right, my loves. All right. Let's do it. Oh, and now we got the, uh, the green chartreuse and then they, that's when they go, Oh no! And I put it in there and and put it away and put it through the system. There you go. There are your shots. And then I do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like, do you need to go serve someone else? No, I'm watching this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then if they if they if 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 they if I get the feeling that they can, yeah. Then I'm like, if they go, oh, well, can we get three shots? I'm like, four shots. Four shots. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, three. Four yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, four shots. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, make one for me. That's my favourite. I've had so many Ray Charles, it does not phase me anymore. So I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yummy. 
Yeah. <laughs> just conditioned. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 my yeah. favorite thing when people come into the bar, it's like, oh, I don't know what I want. It's like, do you want a shot or a drink? Yeah. And then just go down the same road. It's like, do you want something that's going to taste good? Or do you want something to fuck you up? Yeah. Do you want something mixed? Did you want something straight? If people are like, oh, yeah, I just want a drink. It's like, mm, I don't know what I want. Do you want something to surprise you? Yeah. Uh, chartreuse, apple juice. There you go. You just watch their face. No, I no, I've I have you have you ever made the surprise me shot before? Yes. Mm. That's fun. It like it's it, what what's that mango shit called? The Vox? The It's like the it's like mango and it's 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 like kind of milky. And it, you know you know Vox? Like the Oh yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Another one, yeah. and it's basically a squash frog, but you I think you put chartreuse in it. Right. So the chartreuse makes the fuck curdle. Yeah. So yeah. then you give that, you give this curdled mess to them and you're like, surprise me. When I make a, there was this woman who wanted her squash frog with vanilla Galliano instead oh. of Bailey's. Oh, okay. And I was like, hmm. that's different. Okay. But uh, she seemed to enjoy it, but she is also the resident bar Slat, um, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. lovely, good vanilla lady, Galliano, lovely lady, but she gets around. A good honour. Yeah. A good yeah. the fuck honour. You only live once. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love people that know how to have a good time. Oh, she does. She good does. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that funnily enough, that was the same woman who groped me. Oh, so, really? oh, yeah. oh well, there you okay, go. no, she's yeah. not allowed to live no, her life she's anymore. Not yeah. anymore she's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in fairness, in fairness, she was quite drunk. And in fairness to her, I, in an effort to sell as much alcohol to the bar, because I want the bar to do well, when it's called upon, I will have outrageous banter or outrageous flirting with patrons, yeah. yes, depending but- on what the situation demands. Yeah. So there was a certain amount of lead on with me, but again, bartenders are always ornaments, look but don't touch, until we've stopped work. You know, yeah. If you're invited to touch after we've finished work, you may. Yeah, flirting but, is not consent. Yeah. Yes, Never it is no. not. It is not. Um, but sometimes all, flirting isn't even flirting. Sometimes it's just being nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, for me, it goes over my head because when people flirt with me, oh. like, it just kind of... Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm awful. Yeah. I'm so, awful, like, really fucking bad. Yeah. Like, unless, some, unless someone is, like, not, like, tapping their finger on my collarbone, I'm just like... Until then, it's like... Then that happens. I'm like, oh, oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Someone could be reaching down my pants and fondling my balls. And I'd, I'd literally be like, sorry, are you okay, darling? Is everything all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, it doesn't mind. happen that often. But when that when people flow with me and it's just like, oh, no, 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 this isn't happening. I'm going to pretend this isn't happening. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Or when a mate comes up to you afterwards and it's like, Alex, they were really interested in you. And I'm like, Huh? Yes, same. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've literally like, like Sass. They, they were, they were floating hard with you. They literally were like, have their hands all over you. I was like, I just thought they were being nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought they wanted a snack. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. I feel like let compare notes on this because when you flirt for the bar, like flirting for the bar is different to so actual easy. flirting. Yeah, you know, when yeah. you actually flirt with someone, like because you're genuinely and you're interested in them. Are you hopeless at it like I am too? Yes. Um, <laughs> I go dead silent. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to look. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, it's like, I genuinely have no interest in most people. So, it's like... That's oh, fair. Yeah. That's fair. No, I... I, um, I 
I've never been good at flirting ever. Like earnestly flirting. Yeah, yeah. So my 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 attack is to just um be overtly flirtatious. Right. Like like obviously like literally tell them, Hey, I'm flirting with you yeah, and yeah. I think you're rather attractive. Um do you wanna uh, that that's what yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you wanna turn to... me out real Like quick? do you yeah, do you yeah. wanna do you want to go over here and have a chat and maybe like eat each other's faces for a little bit? That'd be great. Yeah. Like... <laughs> what happened to the good old days of emo pickups of uh just nice shoes wanna fuck. Yeah, yeah. that was that was the old fun. Netflix and chill. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, but yeah I Oh I like I, your Connie's or oh, I like your vans. Yeah, I can't do the whole like like yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I can't do that. I, just, yeah, I, I can't do it either. It's uh, it's too too much for me. But also, I do have fun because me and I had a friend and I, and we used to play funniest pickup line. And oh, yeah. the thing is, we would never, we would actually like go up to someone and we'd like say to them, "It's like, oh, you're a part of the pickup line game." And this would be the game. It's like. We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell each other, the two competitors, our pickup lines. Right. But we're going to tell you our pickup lines, and the one that makes you laugh most is the winner. And, yeah. and you don't have to tell tell us like you I don't have to tell the other person what game. the pickup line is. And I remember I I had the highest rate of success on this one because I would always just say I go up to people and say, "Hey, uh, I don't know if you're in the market for a toilet, but uh, my face is currently up for sale." So, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure really all good. the staff at work have been subject to my pickup lines at one point or another. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do tell. What's, what's a good one? Yeah, Give go on. One. You've got some pretty good ones. It's uh, one of my favorite ones. Just like, hey, sass. You want to sit on my lap? We'll talk about the first thing that pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my latest one that I like doing is like, hey, is this seat taken? <sighs> For those who couldn't, I just realized we're on podcast and no I could see that. I just stroked her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stroked yeah. my beard. <laughs> oh, and one that's similar to that is that she's just having a cough. It's like, hey, could you just wipe your face with this? Oh, why? Yeah, I just wanted to make my seat clean for later. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, pick, uh, Speaking of grooming, like you just talked about your beard. Now, anyone who knows me knows I've kind of given up on the battle with my facial hair. Yeah. I've just gone and let it do it. It's been down to here before. Oh, has it? It gets big. I'm really? So, uh, <laughs> um, this is quite short for you. This is. This is. You know, um, it, uh, it changes on the seasons. Maybe I'll trim it down again soon. Um, I showed someone a photo and I'm going to pull it up for you because we were having this debate at my bar recently with either beard or no beard because my boss, Jerry, I love her so much. She's so good to me and she's, she's honestly kind of like a patron to my, to my art. So mm. she's, we love a supportive boss. Yes, yes, she is. She is the greatest now. Cause I showed this person, uh, my clean shaven face recently and my boss prefers me with a clean shaven but my boss kind of like kind of pimps me out fuck off that's you that's me you're cute oh jesus <laughs> you remember you got to tap on the the collarbone yeah oh, sorry, there Another we go yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm tapping on that collarbone for you that no, you wow look, yeah, like, no, you look like two totally different people that's I know. amazing yeah, you, I got know. A, you got a cute smile oh well, let's, I mean, that's when I was like, I feel like that's when I was coming down off something. So that's like another close one. Yeah, you look like a bloke. Look like that's a bloke. That's Cam. <laughs> a bloke. I don't meet many of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Cab. Yeah, cab. You, you look bloke. like a bloke. You look Did like you... a bloke. <laughs> and you don't meet many of them? I don't meet many blokes. No. Bullshit. We don't... meet guys. We don't really meet blokes. I meet men. Right. I meet boys. Right. I don't meet blokes. What's the difference? Do tell. Um, the amount of flannel? Yeah. <laughs> the amount of hair. No. Um, a, a boy is uh, is basically a young man. Mm-hmm. A man is a fully-fledged adult grown human boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bloke is like a bro, like a bro, like a like a like an ultra in my in my definition, an ultra masculine man. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I've been so, told. So beard or no beard, though. Disregard my preface completely. Genuinely, your own opinion. Cool, see, I like the beard. I, I think I think the beard um, frames your face yeah. quite nicely, but I also think that you have a nice face yeah. that um, is obstructed by the beard. Mm. So, I think for now, I think your beard quite what right yeah. now is quite nice. Right. So I reckon. Keep Maybe it. we should just shave the beard off and keep the big mustache. Yeah, the mustache is. Yeah. I'm very yeah, thoroughly curl, jealous. Curl the ends yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just turn into a villain. I will curl it up every night. I work, start working behind the bar. Yeah. Yeah, get some good wax. Just yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. wish I had my mustache was thicker. It's yeah. my biggest pet peeve that it's not. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I could shave my own off and donate it to you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the next thing. So, oh, pause because Blake Cassette needs to use the bathroom. And we are back with the wonderful Blake Cassette and Sassy Cassie. And, uh, Sassy Cassie is uh, gawking at these dick pics she could just got. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just. Were they good dick pics? No, uh, someone's complaining about oh. something. Oh, right, okay. But it's no one important. So oh, okay. okay. Then don't read it. <laughs> the only thing I enjoy reading is the first comments I've been getting on my uh, TikToks. Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting a few of them. It's, it's a little bit out there. Yeah. I had one today which was like, choke me to unconsciousness. Yeah. I was like, Okay. That, uh, no, that's not what I said. I was like, why would I do a thing like that? You know, so, nah. Pe- right. People want what they want, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I, I want to start talking to you about grooming because fucking drags seemed like they put a lot into their own personal grooming. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it seems like a bit... A gregarious amount. Mm. So, what corners do you cut and what's probably the most expensive thing to maintain? Um, well, I think uh, the biggest thing for any, any, I mean, not just drag performer, but performer, person in general, is you're only as glamorous as you smell. Cool. So wear deodorant. Yeah, deodorant. Not uh, body spray, not cover up spray, yeah. deodorant. And perspirant. And 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 when you have a shower, wash under your arms, yes. all that kind of stuff. Like, you know. And which which to a lot of people is, you know, oh that's just common sense. But you know, some people may not have had anyone in their lives to tell them that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just think uh, when you when you're putting yourself out there for for other people, the number one thing you should be on top of is, is smelling nice. How you smell because that is, it's it's 
for me, it's just common courtesy to other people. And especially if you're in a crowded backstage area and there's, there's like one person can really make a room stink. Yeah. So that's my, my biggest thing. Like you can, you can, you can, your wig can be a little bit unbrushed. You can, you know, your jewelry can be falling apart a little bit. You can like, there, there can be other things that, that may not be up to standard that can be fixed, but no one likes to be told that they smell and no one likes to tell someone that they smell. Yes. So it's like, you have beat, to do beat, it sometimes. Hey? Beat people to the punch. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't I know it. There was yeah. this one time where, um, I wore, I was finished with work, walked backstage and it just hit me like a wall of stink. Yeah. And, uh, Barbie had put up a, a post saying, Hey guys, look, it's getting a bit out of hand. Please make sure you're, you're hygienic before you come backstage and yes. you enter the club. And I walked, walked backstage and there was a, there was a, a few people back there. I was like, right, who the fuck stinks back here? Yeah. And they were all like looking at me like with their white eyes. I was like, right, you will wait here. Went back to the alcove behind the bar. Behind the bar, we've got all these cans of deodorant. Grabbed two of them. Went back to the bar. I was like, right, everyone left. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking going through everyone. I was like, guys. Did you figure out who it was? I knew exactly who it was. I didn't need to ask, but I wasn't going to. Can I ask? No. Okay. Because <laughs> no, okay, I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to single them out. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, but. Um, uh, the, I, I did it to everyone. I didn't single anyone out. Um, but I, I was just basically like, guys, come on. Like it's common courtesy. Yeah. Like, all you need to do is have a little bit of deodorant with you, spray spray under your arms and wash your arms when you, like when you go for a shower before you get into drag. Yeah. It's common courtesy. And it's also coming from a bitch, me, who got told she stank. Yeah. Uh, back then, ain't no one fucking sugarcoating her. There, there, pant, oh, bah, 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 yeah, bah, 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 yeah. And Barbie, whilst I was on on bar, serving people, come up behind me and be like, I'm not being camp, but you need to go put some deodorant on. Yeah, yeah. And I was very thankful that she did. Yeah. Because had she decided to pussyfoot around me, mm. then... 20 other people would have left that bar being like, oh, that drag queen was, was camp, but oh, she stank. Yeah. Stop it. So, hygiene. Hygiene. Yeah. Big, 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 yes. big, big, big hygiene. Sometimes it's one. as simple as like on your makeup desk, just have your, your deodorant right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quite often like in my drag bag, I'll have my roll-on deodorant. No one touched that. That one's strictly just mine. Yeah. Spray deodorant and then a body spray as well. I have, I have like near, I think about four cans of deodorant at, at my house. Yeah. I've got one for my drag room, one for my bathroom and... Two for each of my bags, and right. I just keep them in there. And, I keep one in my gym bag and one in my car at all times. Yeah, and like you were saying, like, oh, sorry, I was just saying, and wash your drag as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, wash yeah, your drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Like, get a, get a delicate's bag for God's sake. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hand wash if you must, and corsets can be washed. People, please. Yes, they yes. can very much well be washed. Well, here's yeah. the, I mean. I get, like, if you're an, on a night out where you're doing a lot of dancing, a lot of moving, I get mm. you're going to sweat a bit. Yeah. So I get sometimes maybe you're going to smell less than great by the end of the night, but at the start of the night you got to look good or you got to be looking decent. And working behind a bar, which is open during the day, like, you get some tradies come in occasionally. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I'll actually give the tradie a benefit of doubt. Like, they just want a couple of beers before they go home. They smell a little bit, but, like, it's not too offensive and they're yeah. not going to be in here for long. But I had this regular who was coming in. Yeah. He was coming in at different times, so I knew he wasn't always coming in after work, and he always stank. And I was like, Danny, 
I have to tell you, man, you've, you've got to buy some deodorant. Yeah. I was like, you're a lovely customer. You're a lovely, you're, you're always good, but you've got to start paying, like using some fucking deodorant. And he was mm. like, you stink. I'm on the other side of the bar and I can smell you. Huh. And it's a wide bar. Mm. And it's like, pl- please go put something on. Yeah. Okay. I smell you before I see you, mm. you know? So how yeah. did he take that? Uh, he was like, oh, I, I didn't realize, and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, how can you not? Well, <laughs> it's funny thing. You never. Well, that's the thing, though. If, like, if you're constantly living with your own that's, smell, yeah, it's your yeah, own yeah. smell. You don't smell yeah. it. And I've had, like, I've had four-day benders. So, like, and at the end of those days, oh, don't mind admitting, I smelled less than fantastic. Yeah. But that's a four-day bender. Yeah. Okay, you're coming in at the start of your night out, yeah. you know. It's, know those um, benders you have where it's like, oh, shit. And then you go home and you wipe, your, you know, you scratch in between where your, your crotch meets your thigh and you come up and give it a sniff and it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And then uh, the uh, second debate with drags, um, well, back to personas though, we completely mm-hmm. skipped over that. Is because comedians are playing like the an exaggerated version of themselves. Yeah. Um, whereas what's what what's the correlation for drags? Because I feel like it, you're not. Oh, obviously you're expressing something which you see to be true, but is it an exaggeration of yourself or is it a different part of yourself? And those are two different things. I feel like. I think that can that answer will change depending on whoever you speak with. Because, like, I like to say, like, I we're actually ironically talking about this a little bit last night. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of my drag to help with my own emotions, my own body dysphoria or whatnot. Because, yes, as a trans man, like living with a body that does not correlate with who I am can be sometimes very very fucked for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. and there are days where if i sit there and i like look in the mirror and i'd be like i hate how curvy i'm looking i hate (coughs) how my figure looks yeah and then i will sit there and i will either grab out a corset and go out as cherry and just over exaggerate those curves and make it so obnoxious in your face yes or i will go out as blake and still will corset and put in the curves but be like you can look at how curvy I am, but you can't say that I am not masculine right now. Yes, 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 I see. How would you say that relates to you? Um, I would say um, sassy is kind of... Um, well, so, I mean, in, in terms of the persona, like, sassy is is first and foremost, like, a love letter to... to to women mm-hmm. that I love in 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 my life and and in in like inspirations from TV, movie pop culture and like kind of stuff, pop culture and everything like that yeah um, but in terms of like my own uh, psyche I I feel that sassy would is probably like I said she's she's an expression for um, my quote unquote stupidity that. Um, up until doing drag was always perceived as something that I should try and fix or try and hide. And, and well, I, I probably shouldn't describe it as stupidity. A, a better word to describe it is probably dickheadedness. Right. <laughs> like, I love being a dickhead and right. just being stupid and like, being tell silly. It, tell, yes, being silly and like telling jokes that make, and 
that don't necessarily make you laugh, but more make you just roll your eyes and go, oh, shut up. Like, yeah. you're going like to tell your cashew joke? Yeah, sorry. Going to tell your cashew joke? Uh, it's actually peanut. Peanut? You're going to tell Do you want me to tell her? Go on. Okay, I'll tell my... Okay. I this, tell jokes on the pod all the time. This is my favourite joke in the world, okay? okay. It's my it's my favourite. So, did you hear? Did you hear about the peanut that went to King's Park? No, didn't no. It was assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love that joke. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, she... She she kind of allows me to to go out and just be freely a, a, a dickhead yeah. and and people instead of in, instead of you know treating it like it's something that I need to fix when I get into drag, it's part of who I am and it's part of the character and and that that's 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 mainly what she is she's a character for yes. me yes. it's a way to celebrate what society thinks as our flaws yeah and I, and yeah and I'm I'm when I'm sassy I'm I'm pretty much acting the entire time yes yeah whereas the number thing I want to uh discuss is like how's the how how is a because when a show's going badly for comedians, there's no one... The comedian knows it's going badly because the audience will let him know. There's yeah. nothing worse than facing a room of silence. Yeah. I've occasionally had to face that room. Uh, where I've had a fairly high success rate on good shows. You know, I've had a good, I've had a good uh, KD ratio, as they say. Yeah. Um, but uh, the... Like... So the audience is the biggest punishment. Yeah. And there's, there's no sugarcoating it for a comedian. And no amount of words from another comedian... Like, the only thing a comedian can go up to another comedian and say afterwards, it was like, man, the crowd was difficult tonight. Yeah. It's like, and you know, you just went on it tonight. Shit happens. Yeah. Sometimes there's a bad crowd. Sometimes a comic misreads the room. It's just that. Yeah. It's happened to great comedians, yeah. you know? So what kind of, how, how does a, but with, with drag, I suppose it's a little bit different. I mean, maybe there is some enforcement from the crowd's end. There, there definitely is, um, especially when you're hosting, right. um, as a, as a, as a drag performer, I find, um, you're, cause, cause you are trying to, to, to build that banter and that rapport with, with your audience yes. when, when, when you're hosting and if, if say if you, you, you've come in to do a hen's party and you're suddenly in a, in a, in a room full of women that you don't know and they're all looking at you like dance monkey dance. Yes. Mm. And, um, and you've kind of got to keep like talk, talk about what you're doing, introduce yourself, yeah. get break the ice and get people familiar with what's happening right now. Yes. And the strangers in a week has just walked into yeah. their event. Um, and is now yelling at them. Um, and it's, 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 you got to make them laugh. You, yeah. you, you got to, you got to, you got to kind of make them go, Oh, they're, they're really nice. And you got, you got to bring them on your side. Yes. And, that can be, it can, it, it can sometimes just land in your hand and, mm-hmm. and you've, you've got that for, for your gig and you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. They're on my side already. That's yes. great. And other times you walk in there and they want absolutely nothing to do with you. Yes. Because so, like mum of the bride doesn't like drag queens fucking, sometimes you walk in and the bride doesn't like drag queens and the person I've had that the person that's booked you is actually the one that likes drag queens and they're the only one in the room that likes drag queens Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a purely selfish thing for them and no one else wants you there 
And I, it's, might, I might hit you up for an event soon. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Because I was... I'm always the mate friends come to when they ask for bucks parties. Yeah. And I recently got challenged by a girlfriend who I'm quite close with. Shout out, Jen. Yeah. And she was like, you know, someday when I get married, you might, I might get you to throw my hens party. And yeah. I was like, you're going to let a guy throw a hens party for you? And she was like, you're always pretty fun. And I'm like, oh, no. Okay. Book a drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I might book a few different events. Yeah. I've had three hens parties. And all of them have all had very different reactions. Yeah, go on. I've had the best one I had. It was a lesbian couple, yeah. and they were living. <laughs> I'd like to also point out I was as a king for all of these, mm-hmm. so they had a great time. They were loving it. Mm-hmm. I, I no wait, sorry, I, not all of them as king. I did one as a bearded drag queen. And they thought it was camp. They loved it, and they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's okay." And I was like, cool, that I'm going to write that off. That was a good night. I did a hen's party where I'm still convinced that the hen herself was some sort of international spy yeah. on fucking witness protection or something because she had no close friends. It was mostly her workmates that were there. Oh. They have only known her for a, about a year. And she, she wasn't drinking either. So everyone was all kicking, friendly, having a great time. And I've come in. First words out of her mouth were, oh, you're short. And I've just kept trying to perform. She's like, oh, you're, you're not a queen. I'm like, cool, I'm just going to go dance over here without the other people then because uh, you're not yeah. vibing. Yeah. We, 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 have this, um, we have this clause in, in our um, policy that um, if, if at all we feel during our gigs that um, we're either being um, openly disrespected mm. or if we get assaulted or anything like that, mm. then we can pick up our shit and leave without mm-hmm. a word. Yes. Um, and it's it's in big letters and it says, if you, if you assault our queens, if you yell at our queens, if you do anything to our queens, they will leave without a word. Yes. And I've only ever had to do that once. Um, and that's because... Once is more than enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's because I was... Um, I'd, I'd walked in, I'd said hello to everyone, and it was completely unexpected because they all seemed really nice. And, like, Bride seemed really nice. And, you know, they were all being very receptive and laughing at all the right points. And I was like, oh, I'm killing it tonight. This is great. Great night. And then I'm doing my mingling portion of the thing, just going around, going around, and I can hear that there's a bit of whoop whoops going on. Maybe their song, their favorite song came on. Fabulous. And so I'm talking to people and then suddenly I feel someone jump on my back, like piggyback style. Yeah. And I look and it's the bride. Oh. And she, and she starts like. Oh no. Like on my, like, and like, yes, like, yes, I'm wearing pads, but these, and yes, it's, it's a, it's foam on my hips. But at the end of the day, it's my phone, not yeah. yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, and and also, I find it very funny when women do that because women don't like it when men go up to them and do that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. but they like it when yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> politics. But um, yeah, she jumped on my back. I was in complete shock for like like three minutes or so. I was just like, "What the hell's going on?" Deciding whether or not to play along and just just keep going or to 
turn and leave. Hmm. And I was like, and I kind of got to the point in my head where I was just like, no, this is actually not okay. I don't, I do not need to be putting up with this. There is nowhere in my contract that says I need to put up with this. Hmm. Throw the bitch off. So I threw her off my back and she (sighs) went falling onto, thankfully we were on grass, but she, I like threw her off. She went falling back and she started crying and I didn't, I don't think I said a, a single word to any of them. You just like, got up and left. I got grab grab my shit. Yeah. They were oh we're so sorry we're so sorry. I was just like, were you in heels as well? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I never I'm not in heels. <laughs> I I mean hats off to you for standing up to yourself because yeah. I think but for myself when I'm performing, especially when I come off stage and mm. people want to come up and say a great show and whatnot, mm. I feel obligated to. You know, give them a bit of time, especially yeah. if they're nice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not always nice. Mm. Sometimes it's like, listen, like if a guy had a if a if a guy had a bad performance on stage, you don't need to go up and tell him he's yeah. had a bad performance. No. He already he knows. knows. Just leave him alone. Yeah. He is going to mentally punish himself more than far you worse can. than you ever. Yeah. Exactly. Just don't leave him alone. Worse. Leave yeah. them alone. Go place. up and go talk to an act that you did like. Yeah. You know, they will appreciate it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so... Unsolicited criticism is not wanted. And it's also... Not it, needed. Also, when it when it comes from people that are not in, the, in your field. Yes. People like ordinary people telling you how to do your job. Oh, my God. And like... There's nothing better than when I, I get this one local down at my bar and every night, like, because he knows I'm a comedian, he's like, yeah. you're not funny. And it's like... Well, you know, you're nearly 60. I do comedy for my generation. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, you have kind of fucked... Your generation has kind of fucked the world for my generation. So, you know, there's nothing that we laugh about that you would laugh about, yeah. you know. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's two different ends, yeah. you know, of the, of the, of the spectrum, yeah. so to speak. So, it's like, why do you have to come up and say that anyway? Yeah. I don't care that you don't think I'm not exactly. funny. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, half of the humor I present to you is taking the piss out of you. Yeah. It's not meant to make you laugh. It's meant to make me, me laugh. And everyone else in the bar oh, laugh, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, it's like, Absolutely. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to make you laugh. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to piss you off enough yeah. so that you never come back here. Yeah. And I haven't succeeded yet. No. So, yeah. You're still here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still pour a really good pint, evidently. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Back but. with, like, the drag and the touching and the grabbing and that, I've actually got a little saying that I've used quite a lot, and Dean actually fucking adores this. Yeah. And it's, I'm here to entertain you. I'm not <coughs> here for your entertainment. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm here to entertain you. I'm not here for your entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Would you like to David? Which is yeah, I love that name. You look like a David too. Yeah, fucking David. Yeah. <laughs> 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 next time, ne- next time I go out and I bring someday I'm gonna. Oh no, David's just blown a plug up. <laughs> no. No. These are my good thongs. They had the bottle opener on them. They are not them. your good thongs. Those, they are so yeah, rushed. They've your, got a bottle opener on them. Those are, those are your going out thongs. Yeah. Well, David. Those are your meeting the queen thongs. If you need. <laughs> you know what? If you need, I have a spare pair of thongs if you need some footwear. And I'll shout you out. They're probably. <laughs> probably wouldn't mon- fit me, but it's all good. I reckon they right. would. I wear a tight thong. I, that sounds weird. 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll do. <laughs> I, if, if you need something, I can sort you out with footwork. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, before we had a blowout, you were saying something. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk like in, in regards because I've seen you work behind the bar as well and obviously mm-hmm. both of you work behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in terms of um, – because – you guys perform behind the bar. You're not just yeah. on the stage. Mm. You're performing behind the bar. You do events, you do stage work, and you do bar work. And, you know, behind the bar is a performance. What is a way you know, like, you're is – it, is it – as a drag, what is different about being a drag bartender to opposed to a normal bartender, do you think? Shit ton more prep time. Yes, yeah. we spoke about this earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can sort of get away with a bit more as a, dra- yeah. as a drag bartender than a, as a regular bartender. Oh, well, that's cool. As long as you've got a smile on your face, yeah, you can be I, as sassy as you want. Well, yeah. And I, honestly, I feel I feel like um, I feel like if you're out of drag as a, as a bartender, then people are just very much like, there for one specific thing. They're yes. there to get a drink. And they don't really, like, unless, unless you know, you're turning up the flirt and, and you're getting a bit of attention, then generally people are just like, yeah, I'll grab a Rebel Vodka, pay for it, cheers, mm. see you later. Yeah. Whereas if you're in the full glam, then it brings on that extra layer of, like, people have something to look at. Yes. People have, people have something to compliment. And obviously when people are allowed to compliment someone and they, they, they take the compliment, makes them feel yeah. nice and everything. Um, and the banter as well. I yeah. feel like I, I get, I get a lot of people come like coming up to, to me on the bar and, you know, Oh, so, you know, how's the night going? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name's Sassy. Oh, Sassy. Does that mean you're very sassy? Yes, it does mean I'm very sassy, darling. Yes, absolutely. That'll be $24. It's actually you know. short for Sasserole. Yeah, it's actually short for Sassandra. But yeah. you're too drunk to pronounce that time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, uh, like, when someone, because I always ask the patron, how's your night going? Yeah. But the thing is, it's like my bar, and this is what I'm looking forward to about working forward to in connections, if Scott ever gets back to me. Oh, um, there's uh, the trick. Put the pressure on him, guys. Put the pressure <laughs> on him, okay? All right. Ruby needs some stress balls. Yes. All right. So, uh, yes. yeah. Um, the, so, um, working behind the bar it seems a little bit more hectic, whereas my bar is, it has its hectic moments, but genuinely, generally it's a bit slower mm. so like the thing is it's like i want to make my bartenders or the my patrons feel welcome and like they can relax so i start with how's their day and I'm like how's your day going mate and they say it's going well it's going yada 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 and you know i carry the conversation on with them and i always just have the uh um the same response to when they say uh how my day is going it's like yeah good just uh making drinks and telling jokes yeah. it's like that's pretty much it yeah. that's all they get from me yeah what is the equivalent like on a let's say when you're out of time when you can afford conversation because mm. nightclub bars you can't always i mm. guess but um when you can what is something you uh appreciate from a customer like like in regards to them coming up and saying to you like Mm. oh hope you have it do that do they say it's like okay ha- have a good night when they say that to you mm. and it's like because i feel like most customers are so oblivious to the hospitality so like when you get a nice customer it's like 
when I'll some, remember when, you. Yeah, when some when when a when a when a patron says thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, please, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or oh, please. Yeah, it's so rare. Yeah, I will remember you, and if I see you at the bar, I am coming straight to serve you straight away. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, like I'll I'll have like a row like a row of people just demanding drinks, demanding drinks, demanding drinks, and it'll get to that one last two, like one, one, one last one. That remembers that just, you're a human being. And, well, it's uh, the, the, the last, the, the last person who doesn't say please, and like, and they'll either go up to them and go, yeah, Rebel Vodka. And I'm like, what do we say? And they're like, what? And I'm like, what do we say to people when we're requesting something? And they're like, they look at me like I've got a third eye. They can't even comprehend what I mean. Yeah. And I go, I go, and then they get, and then they oh, please. I'm like, of course I will, darling. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. Start making it for them with a big old smile on my face. And then the next time they come back, they go, can I please have this? Absolutely, darling. I would love to get you a drink. Yes. Installing those manners one person at a time. Now, I want to get on the, to finish the subject, I want to ask you both about bigger shows. So we've covered all the small shows, all the small timey stuff that you Mm -hmm. do, but let's talk about the big, big shows for a second. Mm -hmm. Now, when you've got to be looking absolutely gorgeous and absolutely gay and absolutely camp, um, as you guys say, I've heard that word thrown around a lot. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So um, when you do those, when you do that um, for these big shows, um, is there like a lot of build up to a show? Because for me, when I have a show on the day and every show, I act like every show is going to be the biggest show in the world. Yeah. Mm. Um, of course it isn't. Um, but, uh, for me, that's it. And so I generally am psyching myself up the whole day, like yeah. psychologically, but I feel like there is so much more emphasis on a drag show. You guys would have to be doing it for months for like a big show because there's rehearsals. You th- you got to think about what you're going to wear. I, I wish it would yeah. be months, yeah, but a lot of the time is you only get a few two, weeks. Yeah, like two, okay, so weeks. weeks. But yeah. that, even but then, that's still longer than a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty good. So like what's the psychological build up to, to that? McDonald's and Red Bull. McDonald's yeah. <laughs> and Red Bull. Um, for me, like, on a day that I'm going to be performing, I will have that only those tracks playing all day. Right. Very sorry, Ezra. <laughs> My poor housemate is already sick of certain songs. Yeah. I will only have that particular song. I will be going over. I Dancing is not my strongest point, so I will be going over the steps over and over. If I'm in the shower, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to be like, trying to remember shit. Yeah, right. And like, a lot of the times, honestly, like, I can't even eat on performance days. My body just... I I understand that. When it's a big show, the the difference is, is because now I'm getting to the stage where people have started to come and ask me to do their shows. Right. Which is hugely flattering to me as a fairly new comic. So when people ask me to come, oh, can you come do a set at my show or my room? And I'm like, oh, I'd love to, you know. So for me, and I've had that a couple of times, on the day and it's like they've invited me. I haven't asked to be on at their venue. And it's like I want to do well for them. Yeah. And generally I've done fairly well, but you've got that pressure of it's like, oh, my God, they've asked me to be here. Mm. Yeah. I want to do well for them. Yeah. So, is there anything like that for you guys? I have, um, when, 
I I find for me I have I have to um if I try and psych myself up too much then I'll freak myself out. Yes. I I for me I have to stay very calm throughout the entire day mm-hmm. like, or like the day of or like throughout the rehearsals. I remember I was doing um I was I was a swing for uh Roll Call, one of the big shows that was happening at, at Connie's. Um and I was I was uh lear- basically learning the I entire the last part show. of of one of the one of the uh, who are people that, who are people that do shows um, cast members yeah cast members yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah one of them um, and you had to learn everything in case anyone dropped it, out uh, yeah but yeah I I learned every part but I I specifically honed in on that part because I knew that they were go- they were uh, had booked a holiday mm. and they were flying off so I needed to jump into their part. And I was shitting myself the entire time because I knew the Corrie, but I didn't know where the fuck to do the Corrie. I didn't, right. hadn't done the blocking with the rest of the cast. Right. Had two, re- no, one rehearsal to do, to, to learn the blocking. Um, and Dan was my like partner throughout all of my numbers. Dan, um, yes. Freddie Be Perfect. You know oh, that? yes, yes, yeah. I met Freddie. Lovely, lovely yeah. guy. Mm. Uh, I love um, Freddie. And I was sat backstage and I was just sat there just like... And they came up to me and yeah. they're like, Sassy, you okay? And I'm like, yeah. absolutely fine, darling. Yeah. I'm fine. And I, I I, wasn't necessarily saying that to them. I was saying that to me. Yeah. Like saying, Sass, mm. you're fine. Yeah. You are fine. Yeah. You're a pro. You got this. It's going to be fine. And even if it's not... You'll be fine. <laughs> like it's, I just have to be. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Which brings me on to the second part of this big show's question, mm. and then we'll go into the last two questions for the thing. And first off, I quickly want to pay a compliment to Miss Con- Mr. Congeniality. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, so well deserved because you know she was explaining what Miss Congeniality. Oh, so he. He. Apologies. Oh, good. It's new age. It's a lot for me to remember, <laughs> especially because I'm basically a functioning idiot. Um, it's but, okay. uh, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ex- was explaining to me that um, what Mr. Congeniality involves, how it's like, you know, it's the person that uh, who is nice to everyone and is supportive of everyone. And I thought it was very well deserved to the gentleman. Mm. Um, the Because Blake, um, David... Uh, when I ever go to connections, it's like, I don't hassle people who are like, if they're interested in doing the podcast, I'd love to have them on the podcast. And yeah. it's like, great. I know you're interested. I will make it happen at some point. Just give me some time and we'll schedule it. But if some person's kind of like halfway thing, it's like, don't worry about it. It's like, you've only, you're not that interested. It's okay. Yeah. Understand. You're nervous. You're shy, whatever. That's okay. But David, I thought it was so deserved because David is so nice to, Everyone I see, you know, and it's like, you know, (laughs) David has this way of making anyone he talks to feel like, oh, you know, I'm the center of attention for five seconds. Even even when David's talking about people that they don't like. It's still like, oh, I just wish that they'd do better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) And that brings, like, David has probably made the list of, you know, one of the nicest degenerates we've had on the show. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, out of all the drags, I'd say uh, he is top three. And, uh, you. you know, uh, to 
top one. And then, but out of all the nice ones, I'd say, Sassy, you're in the top three too. Oh, good. Like, yeah, Which yeah. is quite an achievement because I'm a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Says the person who not only won Crown of the Court All-Stars, but also got congeniality for that's, it. So that's, Yeah. That's it's the thing. Most people who are nice to other people have a low opinion of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they're nice to everyone to try and reverse that opinion of themselves. Well, yeah, I'd say actually, yeah. Mm, that imposter syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I said, <laughs> as I posted up this morning on my Insta, my imposter syndrome is chronic, but my ass is iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Now, let's talk about, because I, I think I know what Blake's answer will be. Uh, favorite show, favorite big show that you've ever done. Favorite outfit you've ever done, and this is generally the same as far as I can tell with drags, because drags love to look fabulous. Yeah. So generally, their favorite outfit is always their most expensive outfit as well. <laughs> uh, so favorite outfit and most expensive outfit—they're probably the same. Mm. Uh, so favorite show, favorite outfit. Mm. And I think I know what outfit it will be because I think I saw you in it recently, and you were looking awesome. I will say my most favorite outfit at the moment is the outfit that I put together for my handover, which is completely oh, the, the yeah the, the completely covered in stones oh, and diamonds. How amazing! The cock, <laughs> the cock. I I saw I saw footage. I mean, it's obviously there, and I saw it live. But I saw footage, and the angle it was oh, cock was so big. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's juicy. <laughs> no. I was giving the people what they want. But I also spent four hours doing my face to match the costume. You nailed it, David. It was so good. It was was so iconic. I like, I was like, you know, I'm not blown away by a lot because, you know, I'm not really like, I'm someone who appreciates being underdressed. That's why I feel like kind of we get along when you're out of out of drag. You're a bit like me. You don't mind looking like a homeless person. Yeah. Um, but then you dress up and show out. And you were looking fantastic in that outfit. Thank you. Awesome. Sassy, your favourite favorite show and oh, favourite yeah, outfit. Oh, yeah, good point. I didn't even say favourite show. What's your favourite show, my love? God, I, I, honestly, I think my favourite show that I've done in the past year... I think I'm going to have to say Pride at the court just just because that was on my bucket list for so long, like since I turned 18. And to get up on that stage and to do two numbers. And headline. Yeah, Yeah. it was amazing. Closely followed by um, Cougar's Animal Instinct show where I got to do my pony number. And I sat there and I made like this pony fetish gear outfit. Yes. Yeah, no, that was really good. I think I saw the photo for that. That was <laughs> pretty out there. Mm-hmm. Sassy, see. your favourite outfit? My favourite, favourite show? My favourite outfit. Um, the one you wore to the Pride Awards was pretty gay. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was done by my roommates. Oh, fucking... You, you told me. You know... Yeah, you, yeah your you, roommate's mum. You know my roommate. Holly. Holly Prentice. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. went to school together. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I told Holly that I was I was coming here to do um, do the podcast and she was like, oh, who's, who are you doing it with? Mm. And I showed her a photo and she was like, I'm not here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Holly's a lovely girl. Small world. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, no, she Deb, was a character in high school. Oh, she's a character now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, her mum, Deb, made that for me. Yeah, nice. Um, and made like, couldn't source... Her, couldn't source the tartan that we mm-hmm. wanted, so she made it from scratch. Right. 
and which blew my mind. Mm. But um, I think my favorite outfit has to be my red and white split look. It's like yes. a it's like a leotard with like a detachable skirt with um chul uh with like a big chul skirt that looks like a ball gown Mm -hmm. um and it's split down the middle with red on one side and white on the other nice and i i had thought about that look for ages and i had drawn it up and was like i want to get this one made uh and i got scarlet to make it um and uh and i got it made to do vogue um by madonna Oh, wow. Because I, the, the whole, like, ball gown, Marie Antoinette silhouette, I was inspired by when Madonna did Vogue at the VMAs in the 1990s mm-hmm. as Marie Antoinette. I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's my favourite outfit. Uh, favourite show that I've been in, uh, I have to say Camp 3 is probably my favourite show that I've been in so far. There was a, my, me, Perry and Donna did a, a, a trilogy, a fringe show trilogy mm-hmm. uh, called Camp. We had Camp, Camp 2 and Camp 3. Um, and that was like our little baby. And, uh, and the third, the third one I feel like was, was the display and the culmination of three years worth of, of really hard work put into that show and I and I felt like you know we 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 got nominated that year for for best variety uh at the Pratt Awards um we didn't win but that's okay um and yeah I just I I was very very proud of that show close second would have to be Showgasm um which was a show put on by Barbie and Connie's Mm. like heavy dance show and I had a lot of fun doing that one very nice yeah I'm just going to quickly jump in because there is an outfit of yours that I just adore you in. Oh, God. Your blue velvet. Oh, the, the suit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Because I remember you doing Sweet Dreams in that. Yeah. And it, like, I do remember when you wore that to the Proud Awards and everyone was stepping on it. So for a short while, I was just following you behind. I was picking like, it, up. it up. And you're like, you're up, heck. Um, but and, that outfit on you is gorge. And uh, and and just just, just to light, lightly touch on, on, on the drama of last night, Um that I, I do agree that outfit is one of my favorites and it is really beautiful. And I will say so myself. Saturday night or last night? Last night. Last night. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, when I wore it to the Proud Awards like four years ago, yeah. um, I like, I got the tie done, like the hair was huge and I had like a, one of those old timey cigarette holders. Oh yes. Yes. I was just being a fucking idiot. Just like, Ale, Ale, very <laughs> fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everything. And I was sure that I was at least going to be nominated for Bell the Ball. And I was, I was not even nominated that oh. year. And I looked spectacular. I looked so good. Um, but I, I, but it just wasn't my year. I sat there and I sipped on my drink. I was like, ah, oh, well, at the end of the day, I look fabulous. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So certain people could probably take a leaf out of that book. Well, mm. yeah. Um, look, I feel ya because there are some nights I feel, uh, like I have an amazing performance and I did really well and I got the bigger, more genuine laughs. But the thing is, I don't. My comedy is I don't pander to the audience. Yeah. I call my style of comedy, 
you know, it, it's certainly comedy tailored to my generation. Yeah. And I never attack anyone in my jokes, yeah. you know, and I make jokes about a lot of different things, but none of my jokes are attacking things. Yeah. What they are is obscene observations. So that's where I differentiate. Um, but when you don't pander to an audience, you take risk. Yeah. And uh, sometimes those risks backfires. And you never know who you're playing to, what audience you're playing to. Mm. So you could have been the most fabulous bell of the ball, but uh, you never know what audience you're playing yeah. to. You but, it, but and it also doesn't matter. I have to say, yeah. and I know nothing about drag and yeah. dress, but I remember the first time I saw you do a dance number, you were in that like uh, silver suit, like dress suit, oh, yeah. the short hair, and yeah. you did a jazz number. And I thought... I'm a big jazz fan yeah, yeah, yeah. and I loved the look because it was very kind of uh, was it like Nancy the- Sinatra kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and it was like, that. it was very, very cool. Oh, thank you. So I thought like, I haven't seen you in too many other shows mm. and I know nothing about drag dress, but uh, that kind of touched the mm. sentimental bone in my body for like loving yeah. jazz in that era. Of music, I love that so, yeah, old timey yeah. 1920s. Uh, you That's were fucking era. fantastic. You were fantastic at it. So yeah, well, well done. Thank you, Tom. Anyway. Just very quickly, just like while we're talking like about Sassy's dancing, I remember it was the very first Crown of the Court that I had entered. So this is back in Cherry Days. And you had entered it as well. And I remember one of the judges' critiques for you. I've erased most of my own critiques from my mind because I'm like, But I remember one of the judges' critiques for you was if you were to get dance lessons, you would take over this scene. To me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that critique. And it's just fucking look at you now. Yeah. Well, I I, I do remember that. And then (laughs) I actually got on the microphone. I was like, I'm actually professionally trained. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, um, I can't remember who it was. It was someone. It's, you never know who your audience is going to be. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's and it. also, like, well, you, I suppose there is a certain level you can judge any art form on. At the end of the day, it is art and all art is subjective. Art is not held mm. to any standard, is not held to any, I mean, that's why it's art and not yeah. science. Yeah, and, you exactly. know, so. Try yeah. telling artists that though. Oh yes. Of course, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna wrap this up because this has been an hour and a half. It's amazing how quick these episodes go. It's amazing what happens when when you're having fun. Yeah. Yes. Fun flies. Yeah. Um, but uh, everyone, go. Is there any show you'd like to plug? This show is going to be coming out next Friday. Any post show after that you'd like to plug? Oh, in the next coming month, if you go to the court on a Wednesday, they're going to be doing the Crown of the Court competition. Uh-huh. So hopefully I'll be there for all four weeks and you can just come cheer me on as watch as I do stupid things on stage. Are you competing? Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't know you were competing. <laughs> they announced it at the Proud Awards. Oh, that's right. They did. Oh. <laughs> it's right. To be fair, like apparently everyone forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just like, I'm just one of the oldies now. So it's like, I already, I like, I did tell Faye, like, this is the last comp I'm, I'm gonna do because it's coming up 10 years. Yeah, it does get to a point. It does get to a point. But yeah. Go out with a bang, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, any shows? Pride. (laughs) Pride. Pride's coming up. Book your tickets. In November. Yes. 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 At the end of November. Uh, yeah, you need to book your tickets for uh, the Court and Connie's. Uh, the court shows are happening for all throughout the night and the Connie shows are at 12 and 2. Right. Yeah. Wunderbar. Yeah. Okay. I'll be Is at it- Connie's at 9.30 and 11.30 on the balcony. 
I will be. So at, come buy me a shot. I'll be at Connie's at twelve until you see me getting carried out by four security guards at the end of the night. Hmm. <laughs> to take you home yeah. or put you in an Uber. Yeah. Or a bit guy with a massive dick carrying you out. Of bit of column A, bit of column B. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll carry you out. Let's go. Well, uh, you've already got a massive dick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I heard, it, I heard it hit the floor when she went for a piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went for a piss. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah. yeah um, I, I smacked me in the face, gave me a right bros. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was in the other room when I that happened. I need to get Barry out now. I've got to go get Barry in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, show you, I'll show you that party prop in a second. All right, yeah. Um, but... Uh, um, guys, this has been the <coughs> Professional Degenerates, and uh, now this is the episode I like. I always get some input from the guests to name the episode. Mm-hmm. So what should we... We've had a play on words with a few of the drag episodes. So we've had uh, Donna Kebab, um, a loser drinks Coke uh, mm-hmm. for the Jackson Coke episode, and yeah. then... Um, the A jewel and an apple. A jewel and an apple. Mm-hmm. What should we call this one? A sassy cassette. David, you fucking know that. A yeah. sassy cassette. Yeah. Is fucking that's, beautiful. That's it. It's the mixtape you all want on. Yeah, that is perfect. Done. Guys, this has been the professional degenerates. <laughs> a sassy cassette. Thank you so much to our guests, uh, Sassy Cassie and Blake Cassette. And uh, if you want to donate or help the podcast out or fund the next open mic, the uh, Patreon is at Profeshi Anal DGen A Rates on Patreon. And uh, God damn it, he's early. Um, uh, and uh, we will be doing uh, more projects up and coming. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed.